We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. 135 in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich in for Bob Stoffer. Dave Campbell helping out as well. Uh, I should mention ATB Financial. Have you ever been to the Coaldale Arena? ATB Financial has. That's where they surprised a young head coach, Colby Stone, an ATB home ice hero with $5,000. Watch Colby's story and nominate your own hero at atb.com slash home ice. And some guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. The right choice for a celebration for the census. Three convenient locations to serve you. Northgate downtown and on the south side. At 145, we'll be joined by Edmonton Oil Kings forward Brett Pollock, who was traded from the Dallas Stars organization to the Calgary Flames organization in-game on Monday. But for now, we uh, head to Bakersfield. We're joined by the head coach of the Condors, Jerry Fleming. Jerry, how you doing? Doing well, Brendan. How you doing today? Not bad at all. Some time off for you guys. How are you enjoying that? Well, we've practiced all week, but it's been good to uh, go over some video with guys and, and get on the ice and you know, spend some time on things that they need to work on uh, and things that we need to work on as a team. Now, you... Uh, was it the L.A. game or the uh, Ducks game you went to watch the Oilers play? The L.A. game. L.A., yeah, that's right. Okay. And uh, Jujar Akira did play in that game, uh, as did Jordan Osterley. They're now back with uh, your team in Bakersfield. But uh, watching those two players at the NHL level live, uh, what did you take away? I thought they both played well. They did what they had to do. Uh, on the back end, Oyster moved the puck quickly. He used the speed to separate from defenders. Uh, he made simple plays well. Uh, he jumped up on the rush when it was time to jump up on the rush. He activated in the offensive zone from the blue line at times. He walked the puck well along the blue line. And I thought Juge did a good job protecting the puck, making simple plays as well, uh, you know, and using his line weights. Uh, I, I thought that was an effective line for uh, for the oil that night in uh, L.A. Yeah, both those guys, uh, I felt, uh, could still be on the Oilers roster here, but uh, now they're back uh, down in Bakersfield. Osterley, I mean, he, he had some time with the Oilers last season. Uh, I think it was six games. Started off hot near the end. Uh, you could tell he still needed some time uh, back in the AHL. But you had mentioned uh, about a month ago on Oilers Now that the last little while, six weeks or so, he's been your best defenseman. I was really impressed with uh, his recent stint on the Oilers. Um, long term, where do you think this guy fits into the Oilers organization? Well, playing against those two teams uh, in Anaheim and L.A., two big, heavy teams that, that forecheck well, that lay the body, that try to wear you down uh, as the game goes on. And I thought Jordan responded well to that. Uh, you know, he moved the puck. Uh, he played big minutes. Um, you know, and he did a good job against uh, tough, heavy opponents. So that just goes to show you how much he's grown in a year where maybe he would have gotten worn down as the game went on. Actually, he got better as the game went on. So... He's making strides down here. Um, you know, you're right. Maybe he uh, could still be up in Edmonton, but the organization felt for his overall development, for him to improve, he needed to be down here, uh, help us, uh, you know, with our playoff run, uh, play big minutes, uh, play in the roles that, that he needs to play in order to improve. So uh, it's good to have him back. There's no doubt about it. He makes our hockey club better. Yeah, he just he really played a smart game against those big hockey clubs. So, uh 
you mentioned he could have got Warren down. It seemed like he really picked his spots well, and he didn't look overmatched against those big teams. No, and, you know, the, he, he was uh, against Lucic, and, you know, I thought that he boxed him out well. And, you know, you're we talking about one of the premier power forwards in the NHL, and I thought Jordan did a good job handling him. And uh, we did mention Jujar Kara. Uh, prior to coming up with Edmonton, it, it seemed like he was really uh, finding his way uh, at the AHL level, uh, picking up points as well. Would you say that uh, that's the best he's looked uh, so far uh, playing pro hockey? Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Juge has uh, really, really uh, made some strides here just in the last couple of months uh, in his game. I think playing with uh, Clint Hammer and Miller have really helped him. Like, you know, Clint Hammer's a, a good veteran player at our level. Uh, he's he's really dominant uh, for some reason at this level as opposed to the NHL level, but uh, he's come down here with tremendous leadership uh, qualities. Um, you know, he's helped guys like J.J. He's helped the younger guys like Winquist and Pitlick and Slepeshev. Um, just, you know, reinforcing positive uh, plays with them and things that they do well and just explaining, you know, you might be suited, better suited here and just having that experience and being able to relay that message to the young guy has been really uh, a huge asset for our hockey club and for our young guys. You mentioned playing Hammer. Every time I look at the score sheet, he scores a goal. Uh, he really seems to be uh, finding his offensive game down in the AHL. Well, his ability to separate here, I think, is what uh, is what has really helped him uh, to create time and space and to allow himself to get good looks at the net. Uh, he protects the puck well. He skates well. He's physical. Um, you know, he does all the things that you expect a power forward to do, and he does them really well at this level. You also hit on Pitlick there. Uh, he's had some tough luck injury-wise. Uh, it seems like it's been a battle to try to find that consistency because he's when he starts to find his game, he gets hurt a little bit. But uh, he's another guy that uh, every time I look at the score sheet, he's also uh, finding his way uh, to pick up some points as well. Um, consistently, where is he at right now? He's playing a lot better. Um, I think uh, he's, like you mentioned, he's been injured throughout most of his career. It's been unfortunate. And when he does get going, it seems to have a, a setback. But uh, knock on wood, he's, he's been healthy. He's been playing well. Um, you know, his skating, his physicality have really um, picked up here in the last couple of weeks. So hopefully he can just build upon his success here and just get more and more confidence as we roll through the rest of the season. Uh, Laurent Brassois and uh, Brandon Davidson getting contract extensions with uh, the Oilers. Um, a one-way deal for Brassois, so uh, he'll be up with the Oilers next season. Uh, but uh, having coached both those guys, I'm sure you're happy to see uh those guys become NHLers. Definitely, uh, definitely. They, they both, uh, you know, the, the good thing is to, to see them get rewarded for the, the, the effort and the work that they put in uh, down in the minors here. Um, you know, it's well-deserved, and hopefully they can uh, just uh, run with it uh, at the next level and be major contributors uh, in the other success here. Now, Brassois is uh, AHL playoff eligible here, but... Uh... Right now, you have a different uh, goaltending look uh, down in the minors with the others moving out Nielsen and bringing in uh, Nicholas Lundstrom. Uh, he's now on the roster. Uh, has he practiced with you guys yet? Yeah, he has practiced. He's looked fine in practice. Uh, we'd like to get him into a game, but E2 has played really well here over the last two games. So uh, we're going to probably start E2 uh, in San Jose on uh, Saturday, and uh, we'll go from there on Sunday. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, his style of play in the net? 
Uh, he's very, very athletic. Uh, covers a lot of the net. Uh, he moves quickly. Uh, it's, it's tough to tell in practice. Obviously, a lot different from a game as far as goaltender's perspective. Uh, rebound control and those type of things. Where in practice, it's just repetition of number of shots. But, you know, uh, he's looked good in practice. Um, but until we get him in a game where we can really evaluate him, uh, we'll, we'll know a little bit more at that point. And you, you mentioned E2 Larkin uh, playing well. Uh, safe to say you're confident in uh, him being the starting goaltender here down the, this playoff stretch up to, up until the playoffs. If he's playing the way he's played, yeah. Like, uh, he's a really, uh, you know, he, when he was given the net and given the opportunity to play, he played well. Um, so, again, hopefully his confidence can grow. He can get used to the shooters at this level and uh, just uh, help us get into the playoffs. Jerry, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, I'll let you uh, get back to uh, enjoying some uh, a few nights off here. Much needed uh, some time off for you. I know you've been busy, so uh, thanks for taking some time here on Oilers Now. Yeah, no t- any time, Ben. All right, that's Jerry Fleming, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Usually joins us every Wednesday on Oilers Now. Uh, still to come, Brett Pollock of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, we'll take some of your text messages as well. Uh, Taylor Hall, Neil Yakupov, both uh, polarizing figures. It seems like on Hall, you either think he's a great player or some fans just think he's no good, which I don't understand. Uh, Yakupov, completely different situation than Taylor Hall, but it seems like there are either Yakupov fans out there or players that you know think he should move on. So we'll hit on both those players. Some text messages coming in on Oilers Now. Oilers history still to come as well on the Wednesday edition of Oilers Now. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. It's 147 in Edmonton. Oscar Clefbaum bringing us back here on Oilers Now. There was a text saying, have you heard anything new on when Clefbaum is returning? Well, he was skating for the first time uh, earlier in the week. So that's a positive. No idea what that means in terms of his uh, potential return. Um, the other's not practicing today either, so I don't think McClellan will update his status today or anything like that. Uh, I think we're still a little bit away, a little bit. A few games, maybe a week or two away. I don't know. Hard hard to speculate on uh, the infection that he's had. So we'll see what happens with Clefbaum, but at least he's skating. I guess that's a positive sign here. Uh, Brett Pollock will uh, be coming up here on Oilers Now. Should mention Panda Hut Express with catering options for every event, meetings, parties, or even that forgotten family gathering. Visit pandahutexpress.net or call 780-473-3663 and place your order now. Of course, Panda Hut provided us with a leap year lunch on Monday, which really helped us get through uh, that slow trade deadline day. So, well, if you're at work and you're hungry, order some Panda Hut. I would highly recommend it. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it helped a very slow day. Uh, just make it that much better. Of course, the Oilers were busy in a non-trade yes. sense of the, That's uh, true. you know, of, of transactions, but made the one trade. But yeah, it was good. Panda Hut. Give them a call. Around the NHL three times a week here on Oilers Now. That is brought to you by WorldFloorCoverings.com. If you're stressing about stains and accidents on your carpet, it's a thing of the past with Lifeguard. Waterproof carpet backing from Shaw Floors. If you have pets and kids, be confident your home is clean and fresh. Lifeguard carpet from Shaw Floors. For details, visit WorldFloorCoverings.com. Brad Paula coming up in a minute or so. Uh, A quick text here. 
uh, with uh, about Neil Yakupov. Of course, it recalibrates, but uh, I just have to find it. Jason says, play Eberly uh, where Yakupov has been, and uh, he won't bleep a drop either. I think he's referring to providing offense. Um, I don't understand why the Oilers seemed why the Oilers seem bent on driving the value of their players down. That's from Jason. Yakupov hasn't been great this season. He hasn't been very good. Uh, he has his flaws. Overall, he needs to be better. I'll say that. But right now, I, I think uh, he deserves at least one more game with Connor McDavid. If he doesn't produce, he needs to produce. Simple as that. When you're playing with Connor McDavid, you need to score goals, get open, get shots on net, and McDavid will find you. If he's not doing that, you move him off the line. But one game. It's tough. I mean, Everly, I think, had instant chemistry with McDavid when he played with them. But there has been a couple of games where even Everly hasn't, you know, provided the offense that's needed. But overall, consistently, he's been consistent enough with Connor McDavid, and he's been really good scoring goals. So give Yakupov another game. I don't think it's fair to just bring Maroon in and automatically assume he plays with Connor McDavid. I think he needs to earn his spot on this roster. If he plays good, he moves up as Cassian did as well. So it will be interesting to see uh, what happens against uh, Philadelphia on Thursday. Uh, Speaking of interesting, Brett Pollock on uh, trade deadline day was playing a game when uh, he found out he was traded. And uh, we bring aboard the Oil Kings forward right now. And uh, Brett, uh, we'll get to the trade here right off the bat. But first of all, how are things going? Not too bad. How about yourself? Oh, I'm great. Uh, you're uh, sort of excited, uh, I, I guess, wondering what's ahead here after Monday's trade deadline. We'll, we'll start with the trade uh, right off the bat here, Brett. You're now a member of the, the Calgary Flames organization, and the trade happened during your, your game uh, at Rexall Place against Victoria on Monday. I guess, did you have any idea that a trade was coming, um, and did you find out during the game, or did you have to wait till after the game until you actually found out? Yeah, I had. Uh, I actually didn't know. I had no idea anything was really happening until I saw a couple cameras on me, which was more than more than weird for me. But um, I found out after the game. My head coach pulled me in after just after the third period ended and just said, "You know, listen, there's been a, a transaction in the NHL, and you've been traded to the Flames." So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about the opportunity ahead. Well, when I saw you mention that Gene Principe was taking a picture of you, so you you sort of wondered what was up. Uh, what were you thinking at that point? Yeah, I mean, it kind of crossed my mind, obviously, with the, the deadline being that day and, um, you know, getting a little more attention than usual. It uh, it did cross my mind, but, uh, you know, honestly, I had no idea what was happening and that it did happen. <laughs> you mentioned, uh, you know, you're sort of wondering what uh, what's going on uh, during the trade deadline. Um, it, it's sort of funny because I'm sure after the game, all of you guys were wondering just, you know, what happened around the NHL, and then all of a sudden you find out you've been traded. Uh, was anyone else in the team surprised? What was the mood like in the room once everyone found out? Yeah, obviously it was, it was tough coming after, you know, our, our minds were on the loss we just had against Victoria in the, in the game and stuff. It was more of a, a side thing, but uh, I think everyone was kind of shocked. No one really would expect that to happen, especially to, you know, a, a junior guy on the NHL trade deadline day, so it was a little weird, but, uh, you know, like I said before, I'm very excited for the opportunity. Have the Flames uh, reached out to you to welcome you to the organization? Yeah, yeah, they have. I've talked to the general manager and a couple of player development guys, so 
they've been uh, you know very good about it and welcoming so i'm um, i'm really happy well uh, brad trey living did make uh, a comment saying that you're a big body you can play center or the wing um he also said you have a knack for scoring, and uh, he likes big guys that can shoot the puck at the net. Uh, hearing that, it must make you feel good about going to Calgary. Definitely, it's uh, you know it's a boost of confidence, and it's good to know a team that uh, you know like that wants you and that they're um, you know they're positive on you. So I'm really happy with uh, you know the way things worked out, as weird as it is. But um, you know, like I said, I'm very excited. Is it weird to to think that uh, you know you've spent your entire junior career here playing uh, in Edmonton, and now all of a sudden one day you may be playing for the Calgary Flames? Yeah, definitely. Especially growing up, we you know watching the Oilers throughout you know, my whole childhood and, and being such a big fan of them to you know be traded to the Flames and you know think about maybe one day putting on that uh, you know the red jersey. It's a different feeling, but um, you know it's a cool one as well. Uh, you hit on the tough game uh, on Monday. Let's look at uh, the season as a whole for your uh, hockey team. Uh, you're getting set for the playoffs, just eight games remaining. Um, safe to say it's been up and down from a team standpoint so far? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, we've had our glimpses this year and our struggles as well. But, you know, we're a young team, and when we get on a roll, it's, uh, you know, we can beat we beat number one teams in the league before. So, um, like I said, when we get on a roll, it's scary. So uh, we'll see what we can do in the playoffs here. Just looking at uh, your numbers uh, individually, 67 points in 64 games. Uh, your numbers are up from last season, although your goal total is a, a little bit down, but uh, still some time to catch uh, to pass those numbers here. Uh, overall, how would you say it's went? It's been good. I think um, you know my biggest goal this year was to be more reliable on the ice and you know, be the 200-foot player in trust in all situations. But I think over the year, I've earned that trust from my coach, and you know I've been put out in those situations, so... Uh, you know, the numbers will come and um, the chances are coming as well, but that was my main goal this year, so it's been good so far. Yeah, I think your plus-minus totals are up big time uh, for our, up from last year, to say the least. Uh, was that maybe, uh, did it, I mean, to play in the NHL, is that something that you, you really wanted to focus on in order to get to that next level? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, getting more ice time and, and being at the next level, you want to be reliable and you want to be able to be trusted in situations, so. For me, you know, being out on the penalty kill and, you know, out late in the games when you have a one-goal lead or, or down by one is something that, you know, you want to be looked on and everyone wants to be that guy that's put in that situation. So, um, you know, like I said, it's just been uh, something I've been focusing on and getting better at. Eight games remaining out here in the regular season. Brett, uh, looking ahead, any goals uh, from a team standpoint uh, to finish the year out strong? Yeah, we want to, you know, climb as much as we can in the standings, try and get your giant. I think they're... You know, a little bit ahead of us, but, um, you know, as many wins as we can get, we can see what happens and then, you know, be rolling going into playoffs. Brett, thanks for uh, taking some time here. Uh, congrats on uh, now being a part of the uh, Calgary Flames organization and best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. Oil Kings for Brett Pollock, now a member of the Flames organization. Quickly off to this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 36 years, offering a great package tour on river cruising in Europe for 2016. Uh, we go back to March 2nd, 2015, trade deadline day a year ago. The Oilers trade Jeff Petrie to Montreal for a second-round pick and a conditional fifth rounder, which uh, became a fourth rounder, I believe. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, who have great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Call the friendly staff at New West Travel, 432-7446, or go online at newwesttravel.com. Quickly, Dave, uh, what's on tap tonight inside sports with Reed Rilkins? NHL on Rogers hockey analyst Kelly Rudy. We'll talk about the World Cup of uh, hockey roster announcements. Also, Steve Coates, radio play-by-play 
or radio uh, analyst for the Philadelphia Flyers. Also, uh, Mark Kennedy from uh, Team Alberta. Briar begins this weekend. And also, Living the Dream segment, uh, Kristen Haig, former U of A Pandas hockey player, now playing for the Calgary Inferno in the CWHL. How about Derek Ryan? He was uh, on that segment, uh, what was it, a couple weeks ago, yes. and he scored in his first NHL game last night. Congrats, That's Living Derek. the Dream. Congrats, Derek. That's an awesome story. Former Golden Bear. You bet. All right, that wraps up Oilers now. Uh, Bob Stoffer back tomorrow. We'll uh, preview the game against the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll talk to you then. So long from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.